Yeah, I mean, uh, it sounds like you might run a marathon before I do. You haven't run a marathon? Nope, that's too long. I, uh... <laughs> Connor, that's not, that doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't make me feel good to hear that you think it's too long. Welcome to ADSP, the podcast episode 112, recorded on January 4th, 2022. My name is Connor, and today with my co-host Bryce, we conclude our 2022 retrospective and talk about Bryce's 2023 running goals. All right, is that so? That's the 2022 summary. No personal stuff. No personal 2022 highlights. I mean, there's lots of work-related things that I'm I'm proud of. I'm proud of a ton of the work that. Uh, uh, the C++ core library team at NVIDIA has, uh, has done in the last year. Um, we, uh, recently released our, uh, our implementation of, uh, C++ senders and, uh, and that's now on GitHub. I think that's been pretty cool. It's a big accomplishment and we made a ton of progress on the, uh, the proposal for senders, um, in the committee. Um, uh, there's all this, you know, this quantum C++ stuff that, um, I've been very, uh, had a very limited amount of, uh, uh, work on, but it's still pretty cool. Glad to be involved in that. Um, I'm pretty proud of everything that, uh, the C++ library evolution group has gotten done the past year. I'm starting to the transition to, uh, uh, uh from completely remote to, um, uh, to hybrid. Um, proud of uh, the 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 shape and scope of C plus plus twenty three. Um, so yeah, I think those are my uh twenty twenty two highlights. Um, and I, I I got to go to some great conferences. That's that's another twenty twenty two highlight for me. The return of the C plus plus face to face conferences. That's been fun. Yep. Well, that's my that's perfect segue. So Bryce, very unstructured, even though I gave him advance warning. I say, come up with your top things. Connor has a no, list. No, I have a list here. I wrote a list. Whoa, look at that. Did you miss anything on your list? No, my list for, says 2022 colon a new hope. Then, an- then another line that says return of C++ face-to-face conferences. And then 2023 says Empire Strikes Back and lists some details. And then says there's also a line item for rust because i think rust is going to continue gaining popularity this next year yeah yeah i was um, i was very excited so yesterday or a couple days ago uh tom palmer i'm really hoping i got that name right he's the context-free youtube individual or has a youtube by the name of context-free that posts a lot of programming language stuff he has a website called languish which is programming language rankings based on github uh statistics and rust has been trending very much upwards over the last few years and c++ has kind of been static and then c has also kind of been up and down and go has also been on the rise so i usually look at those four languages and it looked based on the trend that rust was number 11 and it was going to hop into the top 10 and kick down c but actually what happened was uh, c++ went down but the ranking stayed the same and they're just above go at the moment so next quarter because they re- update the stats every three months. Go might overtake C++. And Rust actually went down to 12, 
And I think C went down to 11 because Markdown somehow popped up into the top 10, which in my opinion isn't really a programming language, but it's in the statistics. Well, uh, didn't didn't we have a whole discussion once about is HTML a programming language? I felt bad about that. I take I take that back. HTML uh is a, is a programming language, I think. Now. If HTML is a programming language, why isn't Markdown a programming language? Mm. Can't HTML do a lot more than Markdown? Markdown is like a completely watered down version of what is possible with HTML. Um you know, I feel like every time in the history of computing that, <laughs> that somebody has said, like, this thing has got limited capabilities or it's a watered-down version, like, two or three years later, they're they're eating crow because somebody's written a, you know, a, a brain-fuck interpreter in whatever that thing was. Yeah, it is. I was upset the other day. I was listening to... Uh... Was it even, no, it was um, Python Bytes, which is a Python podcast. And they were reviewing, I mean, the survey came out months ago, I thought, the 2022 Stack Overflow survey. And they were getting upset because of the way the top programming languages sur- question was done, because it asks you to list all the technologies you've worked with and not your primary one. And then because of that, SQL was like at the top of the list and they were like, well, SQL is not a language. Like, you know, we, sh- we shouldn't count that because people don't do it primarily. And I was like, that's so, like, SQL is definitely, a, like. There's defi- that's definitely a job. That's definitely yeah. a job description. And they were I've just seen. being, and I think they were just upset because they, are, they, they lean, so, their bias is so hard towards Python. Like, even, what was it? Like, when it was uh, technologies that get used, they were upset that .NET was above Pandas and NumPy. And they were like, well, that's not a fair comparison because .NET is a whole plan. And I was just like, Jesus, anytime a Python thing gets knocked down because some other technology, they're coming up with excuses for why it shouldn't be included in the survey or why it's not fair that the survey was conducted. And I was just like, yeah. anyways, it's just, uh, you know, we're all biased, but uh, it just seems very not disingenuous but like it's very weird when you're listening to a python podcast and they're kind of getting upset that like oh well you know sequel you know do people even really use that as a full-time thing you know they just use it on the side you know maybe a couple lines a year it's that shouldn't be shouldn't count and i'm like i mean there's sequel is very very important and to call it one of the most popular languages in the world i don't think is an inaccurate statement um anyways all right 2022 my number three you didn't list it. Very hurt, Bryce. Very hurt was our trip to San Diego, PLDI. Oh, that was great. It yeah. was great. Um, you know, there was a, I turned it into a little bit of a eh, kind of vacation on the ends of the weekend surrounding it. But yeah, PLDI was awesome. Uh, number two is switching to research. That's like been a dream mm-hmm. job. And number th- number one, we, it was the same as my number one for anyone that has been listening for over a year and they remember, has been running. But you know what we said at the end of our episode last year when we did this was we we had a bet or like a contest do you remember what that was yeah oh shit i'm I'm gonna have lost this because it was (laughs) we were comparing i think i you asked how far i'd run and then i I don't know it was three thousand or four thousand and then you were checking to see if you had biked more than i ran and then you said that's not even really a fair contest and then so you said for 2022 your goal was to bike at least twice as much as i had run during the year and potentially you did because i remember when we were i can't remember if it was in san diego or in cpp north at some point we were in the same city and you were like oh, i gotta go i I gotta go i gotta go hop on the um the what do you call it not an electric bike 
What do you like biking? Yeah, the, the, well, I, I, I road biking. I've definitely not, um, not done more than you, but I do keep track of all of my. I mean, that counts whether you're out, out on the like. That's, that would be like saying I don't get to count uh, running on a treadmill. I'm in Strava right now, and I can't figure out how to access last year's. We'll cut all this out. All right, how, how much? How much? What's your total distance? My total distance—it doesn't give a breakdown for an inside outside of running. But in twenty twenty-two, yeah. my total distance is four thousand four hundred eighty-two kilometers. Four thousand. So you're going to have to be basically very close to nine thousand. Yeah, I do not think I am because I, I I haven't been doing uh uh the bike the entire time inside. I've been doing a good bit um uh on the like the cross trainer. Um, so I've got three thousand eight hundred and eighty eight on the cross trainer, um, and four hundred and eighty nine. Inside, so so four thousand, like four thousand four hundred, in total. So didn't even beat me at one point oh. Yeah, yeah, but I think that that's that's because I've been I haven't I just haven't been biking as much. A lot of it's been on the cross trainer. Oh yeah, years. where you now, cover a lot more. This app here distance. tells me how many calories I burned. Does do you have a way to get that information? Uh, it says activities, three sixteen, um. Distance, uh, which we already covered. Time, 377 hours. Uh, it does not look like it tells me calories. Although my Garmin app might. Because I know Garmin tracks my calories. Also, I, I, I have from my, uh, my little tracker here, uh, I have climbed... Uh, 437 kilometers. 4,000 kilometers? 437. Like what, like what is that, hiking or biking? Uh, that's, a, that's height gain from, uh, from uh, the gym, from like stair machines, stuff like that. Damn, you got me beat there. I mean, my, well, my, uh, also uh, hiking. actually, no, never mind. My elevation gain is... 21,000 meters. What yeah, is that? That is it. What is that? 21 kilometers? Yeah. Uh, but you said you said you had 4,000. No? No, no, no. I have I have 437 kilometers of elevation gain? Yeah. Isn't that going to like the moon or something, man? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. How far for Dis- calories, distance I have a hundred in... Uh, oh, shit. Uh, never mind. I was off by like three orders of magnitude yeah. or two orders of magnitude. Um, the, mo- the moon is further away. <laughs> it's 384,000 kilometers yeah. away. So, whoops. The, the moon is further away than... Uh, uh, I apologize yeah. to the astronomers uh, that are listening that uh, just died um, laughing. I have 170 thousand calories burned and i still lost like no weight this year 
Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, it tells what's me... Your, what's your average pace for minutes per kilometer? Uh, doesn't look like it tells me that either. Anyways, uh, I, I have exciting news for you. What is your exciting news? That you're going to beat me next year? My exciting news is that uh, I may start running. Whoa, look at that. Because I was uh, the Perfect. Other night we were in the city and uh, we were trying to get to our favorite restaurant before it uh, closed. And so I was running a little bit and I was like, you know what? This is not miserable. This isn't like the worst thing I've ever done. Um, and so, and, and also, um, you're right next, you're right next to Central Park too, man. It's like running one of the best uh, places. It's actually, I'm actually, that's the one downside of where I live is that, uh, in Manhattan, I'm actually fairly oh, far yeah, away that's, from that's, Central that's Park. right. That's right. And I was I'm, thinking that you I'm were next to, um, from, the sushi restaurant, which you're not. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty far away from, uh, uh. Oh, well, the sushi restaurant we went to, that's the one on the west side. I'm talking about the, the one of it on the east side, the sugar fish on the east side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is, it's also further away from such Park. We're in a really nice location, but but for like the upper part of Manhattan, we're actually in a place that's pretty far away from Central Park. However, the the, the girlfriend uh, uh, also used to run and she's feeling like she's getting out of shape. Um, absolutely not true, but she still feels like she's getting out of shape. And um, uh, and she hasn't been able to exercise much the past few months, and so I keep telling her you gotta you should come exercise me every day. And she's like, yeah, you should we should do that. And uh, and so now I'm thinking, well, maybe maybe we could do running together because that's something that she used to do. This this perfect perfect man. Yeah. And you know what? And I'm... then it it makes it easier if I'm traveling and I don't have access to a gym. Yep. It's uh, I mean I'm starting a running podcast this uh this month. You're starting a running podcast. With uh, one of my best friends from university, uh, Ubai, um, is, and he was a varsity track athlete. He used to run 800 meters, so um, was very, very fast back in university. But he hasn't been running for a while either, and uh, I told him that we're going to start a podcast, and then I'm going to force him to join my run club. And uh, it's going to follow the journey, our journey, because he's going to be getting back into running but he's also like way more knowledgeable about training and stuff because he did it for for years when he was in university. Um, yeah. Anyways, this is great. This is great. Yeah. And, and there's a couple people in the C plus plus community. I think Barry, uh, who we mentioned earlier, um, or might maybe that might have been before we hit the record button. Um, I think he he's more of a swimmer, but I think he runs now. And Teamer also released that C plus plus lightning talk about best places to run yeah. at C plus plus conferences. So maybe we'll get to run together. So how how do I get started? How do I start running? Just honestly, my recommendation to people is do the as much as you want to. Like most people, I but I want to do like thirty seconds to two minutes, and then I'm like, no, I would like to walk now. How do, do that. I, do that. How do, how, how, Literally, like there are a lot of um, running programs for like what they call like couch to five k, um, which is like I yeah. don't run and I want to run a five k race. Uh, a lot of the recommendations there are. Like run for a minute, walk for a minute, run for a minute and do that. Like, even if you yeah. only go out and do that for 10 minutes, like that's where you start. And like, at first, depending on your fitness level, that might seem extremely easy, but like a, a lot of like, I think the number one problem for people with like starting to run is actually just the starting part. Because if you tell someone, Hey, you have to go out and run nonstop for 60 minutes, like that just for a lot of people, it sounds boring. And yeah. they, it's it's very hard to get motivated to go and do that. But like if you just tell yourself, you know, I, th- I think there's a couple different 
like Jason and I talked about this at one point, uh, Jason Turner, about like, as soon as you get out the door, like that's the hardest part. And then it's like, even if you tell yourself, you know, you know, I, I want to read a book or something, but your goal is like, I'm going to read like a page a day. It's like, well, once you've read, once you've read one page, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, I can read a little bit more than that. So like, once you get out the door and have your shoes on, you know, it's usually easy to run, you know, whether it's one kilometer or five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you want. And uh, then you just start increasing that ratio. So if you go from running a minute, uh, walking a minute to like running for two minutes and walking for a minute until you get to the point where you can just run nonstop. And uh, I mean, I personally, like I got a little bit stomach ill over the holidays and like didn't want to go out and run. Yeah. And so I went and just used the treadmill uh, because I didn't really have the energy to leave. And like I on an average per day run like an hour and a half. Uh, and I like, I love it. I'm addicted to it. It's like one of the most important things in my life. Running on the treadmill was like, it was like, I was dying inside. I just, I, whatever it is, like not, not having the moving, like there was a health podcast that mentioned something called optic flow, which is, I don't know if it's complete made up, you know, garbage, but there's been some studies done that show that like one of the best things for thinking and like getting yourself um, your brain activated and stuff is like optic flow, which is whether you're being in a car and you're seeing things go by you or you're biking or you're running, like having like the physical world move past you is like the brain likes it. And for whatever reason, like I had the hardest time even getting to 60 minutes on a treadmill. Whereas when I'm outside and I've got my podcast or music or whatever, I can run, you know, hour and a half, two hours. And uh, even if it's like, if it's raining, it's snowing, like I always prefer being outside. And so that would be my other recommendation is I think, whether you want to listen to the optic flow studies is that, uh, at least for me, I find treadmill running just like so boring. And it's also just like the time seems to go by so much slower. Whereas like I'll hit the 5k mark, um, of a, however long I'm going to run. And it's just like, it just disappears when you're outside by the, you know, the waterfront in Toronto is a very beautiful place to run. Yeah. And, uh, it just like, it just disappears. Whereas you're in one spot just going blah, 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 blah on a, on a treadmill. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, I I sort of feel the same way too. It's like it's easier for me if I can actually get out and bike. But um, you know, I've been traveling so much, and uh, in the winter, it's you know, uh, uh, you know, harder. Um, but uh, I I I sort of like just going to the gym and just like being able to you know watch my show while I'm uh, uh, you know on the bike. And like when I was biking out like in the city. Um, I'll be listening to a podcast, but, um, I, I don't mind, I don't mind just like being in the gym. Um, I do feel like I get maybe more of a workout when I'm out like biking, um, like on an actual road. Um, and I, and I, you know, usually feel a little bit better about that. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm perfectly happy to, to, to do stuff in, inside too. Oh, I forgot the other part of the, of the, uh, uh, the, the thing with the girlfriend, which is that I don't know how we got on the topic, but uh, uh, I think one of the two of us threatened to the other one uh, that that they couldn't run a marathon or that they shouldn't run a marathon or something like that. And uh, long story short, uh, I think we came. Uh, I, I told her we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna train to run, and then we're gonna go run the Sydney Marathon. I don't even know if there's a Sydney Marathon. I just like picked one of the <laughs> travel destinations that we would like to go to. I assume that there is. Um, so that's, that's our goal. We're going to, we're going to run the Sydney marathon. Sydney marathon. It's a thing. I am going to, so, so you know, that the London marathon is right before, is right around when ACCU is this year. And I know this because my aunt 
is going to run the London Marathon and oh, wow. she's going to be there at the same time that I am for ACCU. I mean, uh, London's one of the majors, so it's very hard to get in. So if that's, yeah. I'm, I'm sure Sydney's much easier. It's a like, uh, yeah, that's impressive. Your aunt must be, uh, yeah, she's a pretty good runner. Must be a pretty good runner. Yeah. Well, she said, she claims this is going to be, she, she claims this will be the last, uh, the last marathon she'll do. Well, how many has she done? I guess she's done a lot. Damn. I mean, she, she's, she's run like pretty much every day of her life. I think for the past 30 or 40 years or something. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it sounds like you might run a marathon before I do. Um, you haven't run a marathon? Nope, it's too long. I, uh... <laughs> Connor, that's not, that doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't no, make me uh, feel good to hear that you think it's too long. No, it's just because I, uh, I have this thing where I like when I hit the two hour mark, um, and I love, I it absolutely. It's two hours? Yeah, well, a marathon, depending on, I mean, the world record is like two hours and one minute. So unless if you're faster than oh, Elliot okay. Kipchoge. Uh, which uh, I can I can confidently tell you that you're not. Um, <laughs> uh, you're going to be running more than two hours, and I might not be. But the girlfriend, she's real fast. Like she's short, but she's fast. I mean, I think the women's record is two fourteen, so she's still probably not running. Uh, I mean, All right, she... I'll tell you that's the number. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just have this thing where like. Here, so here's my my one minute take on marathons. I plan to run marathons and upgrade, but my goal is to just get faster so that I, if I get faster at the shorter things, I'll hopefully be getting faster at the longer things. But also for half marathons, you don't really need to fuel. Like with AKA, you don't need to like eat gels and like consume calories. Whereas in a marathon, you have to like basically fuel. And I love running because it's so simple. You just put shoes on, maybe a coat if it's cold out in the winter, and then you just go run. You just go in a circle, go in a straight line and come back. You know, (laughs) it's pretty straightforward. Um, Whereas when you start running marathons, like you have to be concerned about one, like how are you going to fuel? What are you going to fuel with? Is you going to use gels? Are you going to use little syrupy things? You need to carry like four to six of them with you. So like you're running with shorts that need to have some form of pockets or some form of things to hold these. Anyways, like as soon as you start getting into like, you know, you're running so long that there's like logistics involved and that you need to basically have the equivalent of a freaking sandwich. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I start to ask myself is, you know, like, uh, like, what are we doing here? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also too, yeah, just like running for three or four hours does not sound like it's, I'm very impressed by like everyone in my run club. They're all, you know, there's a huge group of them that are signing up to go and do Berlin this year, which is one of the other major, there's six major marathons. Um, for the listeners that uh, don't know that it's Chicago, New York, London, Berlin, Tokyo, and Boston. Yeah. It's very impressive. Wait, Chica- wait let's listen to me again. Chicago, Chicago, New York are the two U S ones. Um, or no, sorry. Chicago, New York, Boston, Boston, uh, Boston is, I think considered like the, and this will upset the other cities, but it's considered like the premier one, especially for Americans. And then yeah. London, Berlin, and Tokyo. Um, that's untrue. The New York one is, of course, the premier one because it's in New York, the best. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a, a ton of runners that will fight with each other about which one is uh, has sort of more esteem. I mean, Boston, the reason I think bo- most people are in agreement that Boston is is because, like, they shut down the whole city for a day. And, like, even people that don't care about running go out and, like, it's turned the whole city turns into a party. And I think there's 
typically a baseball game or something that happens that's timed to end with like what when like the biggest crowds are entering somewhere. New York, though, I've heard that it's just like New York is amazing because other than a couple of the bridges, you just have like people cheering the whole time. Like it's people. Yeah, just... although super freaking annoying. I got last year, I was taking stuff to my storage unit, which is on first and 62nd between first and York on 62nd. And I, I get in the Uber with the, with the three crates for the storage unit guy drives me up and, uh, and then like, I realize we both realize we get there that like shit, the marathon's happening. Um, and the marathon comes either down set, maybe it's down second. Um, uh, like north of the Queensboro Bridge, and so like there's no way for me to get over to, um, uh, to first in sixty second, and and I I stu I you know I was frustrated and occasionally make bad decisions when frustrated, and so the guy's like I can just drop you here, and instead of being like no take me back to my apartment, I'm like all right fine just drop me here. Um, and so then I get out and now I have like three crates of things and like, I, I'm, I'm so frustrated that I sent the guy away that I, I don't even do the smart thing of like getting another Uber. I'm like, I'll just walk back. <laughs> and so I walked back to my apartment and I had like, I had like a little hand cart. Um, and I took that hand cart from 62nd all the way back down to, um, uh, to 51st and second, um, which is uh, where we live. And, um, yeah, I was very unhappy. Like, there's no, it, it's just like okay, like just for this day, like you just can't cross yeah. over to this part of the city. Like, yeah. Come on, that's that's like they, sh- you know, if there's a parade, like fine, because like there'll be breaks in the parade and they let you through. But like the marathon, they don't let you through. Like what what's this is? I mean, there's like there's fifty thousand people that run it, so you know. You know, uh, there there are some disruptions in New York that, like, I made peace with. Like what during the UN General Assembly, um, I had an uh, an Instacart delivery get canceled, and the the guy sends me a message, and he's like, "I'm sorry, dude. Like, you know, Biden just flew in, and like the bridges are like closed. Like, I can't deliver your groceries because like Biden's motorcade has like closed everything off." And it's like, okay, like that's you know what, that's fine. The president's coming into town. You know, I, 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 I made my peace with that. Um, but, uh, but the marathon shutting down, shutting, shutting down so much in New York for the day. I don't like that. I, don't I like mean, that. says the guy who's signed up to basically run a marathon in the future. Now you're going to be, yeah, but not in my city in somebody else's city. The disruption can be somewhere else. I mean, I predict that if you run the city marathon, you're probably going to end up running the New York marathon. Yeah, let's let's. I, 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 I as I told the girlfriend, let, we can like maybe start with like a five k or like a one k. Yeah, they got one k's. They got the the New York um the New York Fifth uh, Avenue Mile. That's a that's yeah. exciting race to to run, right by uh, Central Park. Mm-hmm. Mostly downhill. You pick up some speed, some serious speed. This is exciting. This is exciting. I guess I'll have to get running shoes. I'm sure. I'm sure the girlfriend has running shoes. She has a lot of shoes. Yeah, so that's, some of them must be running shoes. That's my other tip. Is uh, I mean, depending. I, I, so hard for me to buy shoes. 
Uh, well, this is what I'll say is that like running shoes, especially running shoes these days, because they're made so well, they have like a lifetime. Uh, and yeah. for some, some people, they say they can run on their shoes even until they get holes in them, like 2,000 kilometers. Uh, I do not have that genetic gifts. And like once I hit like the 600, depending on the type of shoe, kilometer mark on a shoe, even if it looks perfectly fine, like all of the cushion and stuff is like shot. Especially, like, I'll start to feel, like, pain right underneath my knees, like, at the top of my shins. As mm-hmm. soon as that starts happening, I just knew, I know I need a new pair of shoes. Um, so, like, if you have, I mean, it could potentially be, like, form or something like that. But um, if you are running on, like, a pair of old trainers that are uh, not specifically designed for whatever, um, yeah, you might you might want to just buy. Uh, and I would just go to, like, your local running studio. Like, people at running running shoe stores, they... They typically know what they're doing. Um, yeah. And they'll hook you up. Cool. All right. Well, wait. Do we have any other 20, 2023? Um, Slovenia. Yeah. We, goals for 2023? Uh, I mean, we're going we, we to be in that general, that general region this summer for the C++ committee meeting. So maybe. What do you mean maybe? We're definitely going. We've, we've committed to the fans. I'm going to Slovenia. I guarantee the listener. Z, okay. that I will All be right. in Slovenia at some point in 2023. Will Bryce be there? We don't know. Connor, you're, you're making a threat to somebody who you know uh, loves travel and, too, has um, uh, not only great uh, uh, capabilities to figure out how to get to someplace like Slovenia, but also has, like... All the miles and the points and the things. So, like, this is this if is. If I not tell a... you, if I tell you when I'm going to be in Slovenia, can I just assume that you will show up? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the people of Slovenia, the people of Ljubljana, we're coming. I'm excited. It's quite a beautiful. We've seen photos when we were um, when I was preparing for that show a, a year ago. Uh, yeah. Looks pretty beautiful. I've also heard. Speaking of running, that apparently Slovenia. I heard this on one of my running podcasts. Has like a huge running community and they've got a bunch of really awesome races that like fly under the radar because I guess, I don't know. Slovenia is not as well known as some other European countries. Yeah. Um, anyways, People get it confused with, uh, other countries. Yeah, it is. And it, I would, I don't know why I thought, but I thought Slovakia would be close, like bordering Slovenia. Like, as I just like figured while they were naming the country. Yeah, they were I think like, a lot blah, of blah, blah. Americans would assume that. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's not the case at all. Um, it is not. Slovakia borders Poland, but then it's a couple countries over. Um, yeah. Anyways, Empire Strikes Back. But I feel like everybody knows where, where Poland is because, you know, it's a big country. Yeah, it's very big. Um, and. Is that just why people know? I guess it's next to Ukraine, right? So, I mean, I'm sure most people were curious about the conflict and looked at a map and et cetera. Um, uh, well, I, I would hope that <laughs> I would hope that people know where Poland is for reasons other than it's near Ukraine. Uh, I mean, I've well, I've been there multiple times now. Um, I'll probably be in Poland uh, next year, a couple times probably. Uh, uh, at least once for uh, visiting my girlfriend's family, but also I'm hoping to get to Code Dive next year. Yeah, yeah, it's a great conference. Um, I got, oh yeah, and I got my talk accepted to uh, Lambda Days. So Composition mm-hmm. Intuition, it's happening in Krakow, which is also in Poland for listeners. When is that? That's in June. And I'm thinking of maybe maybe turning that into like a bit of a travel vacation 
and then going yeah. visiting some stuff, which potentially, I mean, yeah, it depends on if you can get to Slovenia. But if I get accepted to C++ on C, then that's at the end of June. If you get accepted. If yes, you get accepted. Yeah. It's true. I mean, I've never submitted to uh, the last, before this talk, Composition Intuition, I think my last talk got rejected. Ah, oh, that's not true. Two talks ago. I, I submitted to speak at Strange Loop in 2022. And, uh, yeah, that looks like a cool conference. Yeah, I think it's actually, it's over now. Um, yeah. They've ended it. And the last thing I heard that 2023 was going to be the last edition of the conference. But then if you click on the register, oh, no, it is back up. Yeah, yeah. So I might go register for this right now because I've never been. I would lo- I would die to speak there, but uh, I mean I wouldn't die. That's a figure of speech. Um, it's actually paradoxical. You can't speak if you're dead. Anyways, um, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, you can go register. I'm not sure if they even have a call for papers or they're just going to do like the best of years past and and bring back speakers that yeah. have already spoken there. Because if I was running a conference that I had run for I don't know roughly a decade or more. I would probably do something like that. Um, but it does look like they are going to have a CFP that opens on April 3rd. So anyways, lots of stuff to look forward to. Yep. Slovenia, Empire Strikes Back. Any other predictions or things that uh, need to be said going into the year 2023? Um, none come to mind. None come to mind. All right. I guess I hope everybody has a, has a great year. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed and have a great day and a great year.